Warning, the following is entirely satirical and should not be taken as truth or fact. Styles Rebel Radio and the Rebel Podcast do not own any copyrighted material that may be included in this broadcast. Viewer discretion is advised. But they're telling me I have to go deeper still? Yeah. Like, okay, well, like, I I guess I just have to double down. I guess I'll understand later. Suspend the show right now. You're going to zipline directly into the harpoon? What do you know about planes? I know a lot about planes. Buckle in, dude. It's going to suck. Put your hand on the screen. How did they find out? Who was the one? This show has gotten infinitely more gay. The mystical land of New Jersey. I don't understand how the laws in this country work anymore. Welcome to the Rebel Radio Show, live, uncut, and uncensored on CBW Radio. We're not going to break just yet. You hold that. You hold. We just got started. I know they want to censor us. We're not going to break. Xenu wants to take us off the damn arrow. Guess what, bitch? We're a minute in. I'm, not- I'm OTC. I'm OTC nine. You can't top me, okay? Yeah. I'm making some deep cut Scientology lore references. For well, that's that. because we'll, we'll, we'll get into today it. Today we're talking about Scientology and the conspiracies behind it during the first hour of the Rebel Radio Show live. Still, right now, Monday. 5 p.m. Eastern on CBW Radio. I'm Radio's Rebel DJ Styles. My right is Shaney. Hey, everyone. On the board is Jules. Hey. Let's get into Scientology because there's a lot to tackle here. Let's break down the lore, okay? Yeah. The Galactic Federation's here. We're, uh... Yeah. We're we're here with Tom and John. They're, uh, of course, Cruz and Travolta, respectively. Of course, yes. Respectively. Um. Here's the thing about Scientology, and I, I noticed this real quick doing mm-hmm. my research. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to start. It's super, uh, it's way more in depth than I thought it would be going into it. Yeah. I thought it would just be like, I mean, I guess, I don't know, all quote unquote religions, sure, if we want to call Scientology religion, um, are, are, in depth and you know they have a lot of lore to them yeah. so like i mean that's you have to expect that going into something like scientology it's gonna be a little in depth but like doing my research this week i was like damn this is this is like a science fiction novel right like, this is like learning about fucking uh uh middle earth or something yeah like that, you know it, it's one of those things where so let's let's start here Founded by L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. Who was a science fiction writer. Yes. That is not me trying to disrespect the guy or, or put a, a right off the bat a diss on Scientology. Yeah. His literal credit is science fiction writer. Like you would call John Travolta actor. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard is a science fiction I'm writer. I'm about to look up all of his uh all of his credited books because I I heard he has the world record for the um the most published books oh really yeah he has something like he literally has like the guinness book world records he has the most published books he he has published the most books so like he is a a a well-documented writer of and and specifically like you said science fiction well he he started writing in 1932 from Mm -hmm. what i understand and science fiction all of his works were science fiction yes until we get to to nineteen was it nineteen fifty one? Is that the start of Scientology? Uh nineteen fifty is four. Nineteen fifty four is the start of Scientology. Yes, yes. Off yes, yes. of the back of his his previous work. Yes, Diantics. Diantics was released in nineteen fifty, and that's like people would call that the the uh uh 
early concept for Scientology. Is it Dianetics? Or, is that it? Yes, Dianetics. We were saying it earlier. Before, <laughs> I, off, off, air, off air, not the show, but you can check that out on stylesrebelradio.com. Um, uh, off air, Style and I and Jules and I were all calling it dietary, <laughs> which is just a, a, a word for like... Nutrition. Yeah, how you eat, what you eat. So we were definitely saying the, the wrong word. It's Dianetics yeah. is the book. So but that was released in 1950. Right, so... so L. Ron Hubbard, science fiction author. Yes. It's what he did, put out a shit ton of science fiction, science fiction, pulp fiction books, right? Yes. And his last work in 1950 before the Church of Scientology was Dianetics, which is essentially, from my understanding, a breakdown of like a way of life. Yeah. From what I got from it, Dianetics is kind of just like, I. it's something that I call like your meta, like mm-hmm. the way that you do things, the meta of... Right. Fortnite is you kill people until you are the last person and that is how you play Fortnite. That is the meta or like the meta of your life is I do a radio show on Mondays. Right. right. Um, I think this is just a meta essentially. He's just writing down like this is just a way of life that you can live and it is pretty from my understanding pretty kooky and like again bordering on science fiction. Of right. Like, your your body is made up of like a, a bunch of old souls that all used to encapsulate this body too or something like uh, along so the lines of like you are old fr- from uh, my understanding of dianetics mm-hmm. and i could be way off so 216-859-8699 if you have a better understanding than i do text in let me know mm-hmm. but it dianetics itself the book was about achieving total clarity Total, like, it's a betterment of man, essentially, is the plan of it. You know, it's a way to avoid war. We're all going to have peace of mind, you know, things like that. And essentially, in that, like you said, there's a Mm -hmm. bunch of science fiction aspects to it Mm -hmm. of you are immortal. You've never lived or died. Your soul is transferred from. The big example is clams, for some reason. It's it's used like in recruiting too mm-hmm. in Scientology. That's the is, whole recruiting thing. Is so yeah, no, trust me. There's a lot to get into. Yeah, so we have a lot. Forgive <laughs> us if we jump around a little. Yeah. Uh, but but the big thing is like, you started as some kind of being here, and you never actually left. You just yeah. transferred into yeah. another being. So yeah. just so like reincarnation. Essentially, like sci-fi reincarnation. Yeah. Gotcha. But you don't have to be, you know, like uh, from birth. Well, type? It, it's it's not even that. It's you don't have to be. You know, like a cow, if you're good or bad, it's, you know, you don't come back as a cockroach if you're good or bad. It's just, no, at one point you were atoms and then you could have been dirt and then you were a clam and now you're a person and this is going to keep continuing and you'll probably be another person at some point, but you'll never die. We're immortal as human beings. So here, this is the, uh, this is the Dianetics method. Uh, Dianetics divides the mind into three parts, the consciousness, quote, the analytical mind, uh, the subconscious, which is the reactive mind. Um, and the somatic mind. Uh, the goal of Dianetics is to erase the content of, quote, reactive mind, um, uh, which practitioners believe interferes with a person's ethics, awareness, happiness, and sanity. And practitioners, by the way, are people in the Church of Scientology mm-hmm. who, I think they're the ones who, like, cast the judgment if you can go to the next level. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, is the practitioners, they're the one, they like basically have the authority to 
pass judgment onto others in Scientology. They're like the inner council yes, in Scientology. Yes. Which is another great aspect is like the leveled system of Scientology. Yeah, so weird. So, so weird. So, how it, yeah. real quick, just, just to finish up here, the... Mm-hmm. the Dianetics part of it. So Dianetics was was written in 1950, right? Yes. yes. By 1954, it had evolved into the Church of Scientology. Now, yes. there's again, we only have an hour to talk about this, so there's a lot we're not going to be able to get into this. Um, but essentially, in that time, L. Ron Hubbard was was living with. Was uh, he living with the the it? guy's name? He was a cultist. Oh. His name Crowley. Yeah, Alistair Crowley. He yeah. was the uh, leader of the magic cult. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know about Alistair Crowley, Mister Crowley, he is like the forefather of black magic and the essentially just the occult in general. Mm-hmm. Big like into a, rituals. A sex cult as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, they believed that they could bring in entities by masturbating and. Well, like, he was trying to do like a. Uh, he was trying to. He was trying to fuck a demon to get so to the Alistair anti- Crawley when um they had met. Yeah, because that's the, that's the was... thing. They met he Crawley and Hubbard met, and Crawley invites Hubbard to live in his mansion with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, Hubbard then takes his what takes. Well, he becomes Alistair's secondhand man. Yes, yes, yes. They do all these weird rituals where in the at the time Alistair was in the search for a woman to bear a child that was supposed to be the antichrist we've all been there yeah um, right. typical mm-hmm. yeah around that time hubbard also fell for um sarah yes um alistair's wife and he just ended up taking her and they a- and alistair and- willingly gave up his wife yeah. alistair was cool with it alistair, alistair was-, was like oh no this guy's like he gets in it. with the cult. Yeah. He like he understands how cults work. He's totally it, it, uh, in rhythm with yeah. what we're doing over here in this cult. But he can just fuck my wife. Yeah. After they <laughs> ultimate had, cock, Alistair right, Crowley. Right. Yeah. After Hubbard and Sarah had met, Sarah was his second wife. Okay. Um, but after they had met, they um left Alistair's cult. They moved to this uh, lighthouse that uh, Hubbard had in the Poconos, mm-hmm. and um. It was at that point when Hubbard became very abusive and then told Sarah that if she did not marry him, he was going to kill himself. Now, there's a whole bunch of background on L. Ron Hubbard that we could get into. Hubbard's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. There's a bunch of instances of him lying. There's a bunch of... Didn't finish high school, dropped, flunked out of college, and then moved around military and like he was... Colossal fuck up in the military. He was a colossal fuck up in the military and they kept having to move him to new branches and at one point he was the commander of a submarine base and he he told his his gunners on the submarine to fire missiles at what he thought was a no, like he thought he was in a submarine battle yeah. for something like 75 76 hours something like yep. that and um it just ended up being an island yeah he was yeah, just bombing he, the shit of an island yeah. yeah he just destroyed a mexican island yeah, yeah. so after all of that <laughs> after you know Getting out of the military, yeah. becoming a, a science fiction writer, writing Dianetics, met Aleister Crowley, took his wife, moved out to a lighthouse. This is when the Church of Scientology starts to get its roots, I guess you'd say, yes. of where it's becoming not so much this book that is science fiction. Yeah. It, it, it is under the, the category science fiction, Yeah, Dianetics is. 
is now becoming a religion. Yeah. And and they're recruiting people now. Well, they start that's when they start transitioning the Scientology buildings mm-hmm. into Scientology Church. churches. Right. And so then they they start to become uh tax exempt. Yes. And so like Crow or uh not Crowley, what's his name? Hubbard, Hubbard. L. Ron, L. Ron Hubbard's raking in more money because they're tax exempt now and everything in, in Scientology you have to pay to yeah. move up a level if you want to go up and, and gain more Scientology knowledge, you have to pay them and Which really that's where the first big conspiracy comes in with Scientology is this isn't a church, this is a ploy to get tax exempt. This this isn't really yeah. a religion. Yeah. This is this guy is starting some weird movement or cult and doesn't want to pay taxes on these buildings. Well, I forget there was I forget what state it was in, but they took away his tax exemption in in a specific state and then it was something like it was going to be on a case by case basis of like if if this state I forget what it was specifically, but like he was exempt in some states and then other states had were allowed to make the decision of like, actually, this seems a little fishy. We don't fuck with you. Right. Like you still have to pay taxes. Regardless, the, the Scientology movement, the cult, the church keeps growing. Yes. And we start getting members into the church. And the process of which we do this is questionable to say the least. So number one, to even consider joining the church, you have to pay. Yeah. You have to pay to take a test. Mm-hmm. Then they, you know, once you pay, you take the test. You you sign a contract as well, I believe. Yes. After your initial test, saying that you know, the, essentially, the church owns you for a billion years. Uh, the well, that's the the C organ. Okay, sorry, that's, so the that's C an, organization. That's another level. My mistake. <laughs> you still sign a contract when you take the test. Essentially, yeah. like, hey, here's all the information. You're uh, us now. Yeah. You are a part essentially, of us now. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now you go to to reading your thetans. They got to determine how good of a person you are and where you belong. Yeah, the thet- yeah, the Thetans, bro. Thetans, Thetans, what is it? Th- I, cause I always, at least the way that I mm-hmm. read it in my brain was Thetans. Like, okay. Like so th- you know Satan how, with a TH. You know how when you mess up a person's name in a book, that's just what it is for the rest of the book? It could be like yeah. Shibble Habalhoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I did with that. I just called it Thetan. The oh, whole time. Ah, I see. Thetan. Yeah, so, no, so you have, you, everyone has their own pr- pronunciation of everything. You know? Right. We're, we're coming up on our first break here. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of how members join, the different levels of it, and yeah. the organization of it. Also, in the second half here, in the second part here, I have an interview with a Scientologist that we're going to play a little clip of. So stick around, stay tuned. The Rebel Radio Show, 216 859 8699. That's Rebel listeners, this is Evan, also known as The Pidge. You guys might have heard me in some of the shows or might have heard me mentioned around, but I'm here to tell you that Season 2, Episode 1 of my show, Beyond Bounds, has just premiered. And if you guys really like cosmology, astronomy, the realm of science, and the realm of mystery, you guys should really tune into this show. It is a journey that is going to be taken for quite a bit of us where we are going to dive deep into new theories about gravitational waves and the art of sacred geometry which thinkers such as Plato, Pythagoras, and Fibonacci were real experts of. We're going to dive way more into that and I think you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be coming out 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every other Saturday. You guys are going to like it. Come on, join me. Snake, not now. 
I'm trying to listen to the Rebel Radio Show. Alright, welcome back to the Rebel Radio Show. We're jumping right in. We left off measuring your fatons. It's a process called auditing, is what they call it. And oh shit, I'm being audited. You're being audited, Shane. Fuck. And what they do is they'll, they'll bring you in. If you, if you take your initial test to, to join the Church of Scientology, you mm. pay your $50 to take the test, whatever it is. Sick, by the way. Yeah, sick. Got to have the application sick, yeah, fee. Sick fee. Sick <laughs> application. I know my church has an application fee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. But then they, they monitor your, your thetan level. And essentially what you do is it's called a, an e-meter. Yeah, it's called an e-meter. Um, and it's essentially, it looks like like an old radio or something uh-huh. like that with two string, like two strings hooked to it that are connected to what look like soup cans or something Yeah, little like grips, that. essentially. They look like, yeah, grips or like just metal cylinders of yeah. some kind. And they they detect your uh, your thetans. Yeah, which which is your, your level of purity and clarity. Yes. And it goes from a scale of negative 40 to 40, uh, with 1.1, I believe, for some reason, that sticks out in my head as, as being you're a fake good person, essentially, where yeah. you're, you're putting on a fake well, good there persona, a, but you're corrupt on the inside. Yeah, there was like a period of time where the church was worried about people coming in and trying to like see, double agent them, right. essentially. And so I don't know if it was Hubbard himself or just like, the church as a whole but they started creating rules like that mm-hmm. of like detect you gotta to see, be monitored yeah detect to see if they're double cross detect yeah. to see if they seem to be being true but really their thetans are deceptive yeah and then from there you, you go from there as to where you get placed in the church and how you know the steps they need to take to to purify you and indoctrinate you into the church based yeah. on your your thetan level but don't worry if it's, if it's too high and or too low because i'm not sure which side of the spectrum you want to be on mm-hmm. uh i think low is better right yeah. negative yeah, you want to clear them yeah right? you want to yeah. clear them but you can get them cleared One hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars to clear your thetans <laughs> in auditing so you know one, one time payment for for each you know thetan yeah. invest in, infestation you have uh to get those cleared so you know yeah. don't worry you, you've paid your entrance fee you've taken the test they've audited you you've paid your one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. now you can join the Church of Scientology, right? Now it's time to actually get in. You got to go through the level system. Yes. But before you can do that, you don't just join and, you know, show up to the church. You got to go through courses. You got to go through a lot of indoctrination. Yes. It's a lot of, like, studying. Yeah. And, like, test taking. And, like, they want to, like, prove to see how true you are to the Scientology ways. But then... In doing that, it's like it works in their favor because it's just indoctrinating them more, you know? Right. Like it's just, just brainwashing them. Yeah, it's brainwashing. Yeah. I mean, the longer you read something, the more you're going to believe it. Yeah. Uh, a big thing that, so again, there's an interview out right now. You can listen to the full thing. It's a little over half an hour, 32 minutes. I got a chance to sit down with a Scientologist of 30 years. He was an OT5, which is the fifth level of... of I don't know what you call it. Hierarchy. Scientology? Yeah, fifth it's, level it's of Scientology. Like the, he's the he's just in the church. And right. That's so his level in the church. For reference, it goes up to eight mm-hmm. in, in the base of the OTs. And that so five is a pretty high up. This guy was mm-hmm. in it for 30 years. He took several different courses for several different like higher up positions for it. Mm-hmm. Um and what he told me is that 
you know, you go to a church and, and maybe in six days they'll give you the rundown of, hey, if you want to, you know, be on the membership side of the church, like participating in, in leadership groups, things like that, mm-hmm. maybe six days, you know, to, to come in and learn how they do things, what, you know, you need to, to teach to teach others, right. I guess, in that sense. It took them about six weeks of five days a week, six days a week, going to the Church of Scientology, studying, going over this material, memorizing what you need to memorize. Right. And, you know, we were t- me and you were talking a little bit about this before we got on air today of, I don't, I didn't want to use the term brainwashing because that sounds very, you know, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, that term could lose a lot of people and, oh, now we are just, you're sounding silly. Right. That's a term that he genuinely used in this interview, uh, Tim did, the mm-hmm. Scientologist I talked to, where he he said, you know, it, it's it's essentially what it is. It, they're, they're, it's brainwashing. Yeah. Because through this, you're, you're being taught what you can and can't say to people, what you, you can and can't outwardly show and talk about in the church. Yeah. Um, a big thing of that, which I learned real quick while trying to find someone in an interview, is you cannot associate with the media. That mm. is a rule of the church that is instilled upon you is you cannot speak to the media you they have and even you know doing my research to try and get someone to interview Mm -hmm. uh even on the church of scientology's official website there is a page that if you want to talk to somebody you have to fill out this form for a media permits and you have to go through our media department that has to go through our legal department and they will get back to you Wow. Now, I don't know about you guys, but no church I've ever been to has a media department. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And a legal department. So yeah. that was wild right off the bat. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like an organization. Yeah. Right? I mean, I've been to churches with media departments, but they're people that... I was going to say, they're let, like let me clarify, yeah. Church. yeah. <laughs> let me clarify. I've been on a media team in my local church, yeah. and it's like three guys who sort of know how a soundboard yeah. works. Yeah. You yeah. know, that that's not a nationally syndicated <laughs> media department that's designating who you can and can't talk to. Right. Uh, so right. that was a little strange to me going into it right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's we got two minutes of that interview here. We'll play that. We'll come back to a little bit more in-depth conversation on the actual membership levels and in what's being covered up and can and can't be talked about. But Jules, why don't you go ahead and play uh, the two minute clip I have of that interview? You talk about it becoming more and more of an organization throughout the years Uh, In doing my research and in trying to find someone to talk to. um, it, It became apparent to me very quickly that it's getting the opportunity to talk to someone who's actively in the church that's not part of, number one, their their media team that they have set up or their legal team that they have set up that's closely connected is very hard to do. And, and the more and more that people reached out, they seem to make this point that you're not allowed to to talk to the media or anyone, uh, even outside of the media, who, who's questioning the church. Is that something that is, is instated to you guys? Oh, absolutely. Look, um, a little bit of background. I, I was trained as uh, I went through a, a year of training to become a Scientology ethics officer. And uh, as part of that course, I was exposed to Hubbard's own enemies list, if you will, mm-hmm. um, squirrel groups that they, as they were identified at that point in time that composed both groups and individuals that had either borrowed as, as Hubbard liked to think, were stolen his research and, and gone off on their own. So you have 
uh, groups like uh, Silver Mine Control and a lot of the, the sort of 80s groups that focused on, you know, positive mental attitude and things like that. In some regards, a lot of what Scientology and what Hubbard put down is not unique. He just categorized it and cataloged it and made it more accessible than, than perhaps some others. But uh, it wasn't necessarily brand new and unique, as, as Hubbard would like people to believe. But like any religion, you don't want your, your sheep, you know, going over and, and feeding in other fields. So you're going to kind of want to keep the herd together. So there you have it, Tim. Again, the full interview, 32 minutes on stylesrebelradio.com right now. It's an exclusive. We talked a whole lot about his experience in the Church of Scientology, how he got to the level OT5 and the different training he took to get there and his perspective now that he's outside of the church and what led him to leave the Church of Scientology. You can check that all out, stylesrebelradio.com. But he mentioned it there a little bit of like, it was basically just controlling people to be like, hey, no, this is... This is the spot. Anyone else is an enemy. You don't divulge information that's asked. You don't tell them about the church. It was a very weird, it seems, it's very weird us versus them mentality. Yeah. And like almost, they're they're almost like, I don't know how to describe it, but like tenacious. Like Mm -hmm. they're like on guard of like, they're they're ready to go at any time in in terms of like, you know, stand or or like, uh, uh, don't be afraid to, insult or berate or like follow or harass mock people who are you know speaking out against the church sort right. of thing very i don't know mob mentality i it's it's one of the things that i kept coming back to in the interview that i had with him yeah. was it's not so much a church it's more of an organization and like you said one of the big things that really cements that for me is you go to any church and i really Religion aside, you know, it seems to me you go to any church and they want you there. They right. they want to explain to you why they believe this. They want to instill, instill onto you, you know, this is why we're here. This is why we worship Jesus. This is why, you know, right. these, are the, these are the reasons to be here and welcome. And we want you to feel yeah. welcome and comfortable. Welcome. You're here. It's not in Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, we're not going to talk about it. If you want to talk about it, take the tests, get yeah. audited. Yeah. Join us, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Super odd. To me. Hush, hush. Uh, you have to work your way up to know, and that, and again, that's why there are those levels. Or like, yeah. you know, we talk about it's weird that there are the levels in this church, and I mean, I think that's we talk about. They, they like almost have to study, and it's like that's the indoctrination. Is like they have to work their way up. So if they, if you want to know a little bit more, here we'll throw you a piece. But if you want right. to know more. You have to work your way up to this level, or you know, study and and take a couple more tests, and yeah, and we'll see. Maybe you'll make it. You know. Well, it's funny you mentioned the levels again. He's an OT five. He talked about different courses, uh, getting the hierarchy there, mm-hmm. and then and the training he had to take. Unfortunately, one of the things I didn't ask, and then you know, maybe it was just a courtesy, is you know, how much money did you pour into the church or end up? Yeah. I, I wish I would have. In retrospect, Tim, if you're listening and you, if you want to divulge the information, two one six. Eight five nine eight six nine nine. I know we're getting ready to go to break here. Uh, when we come back, I want to dive into OT three, the third level, and what you learn there. And then we'll talk about some Scientologists among us. Two one six eight five nine eight six nine nine.
cbwradio.com, your place for everything CBW. Off the record, Cito's Cornhole Corner, and so much more. cbwradio.com. The Artificial Intelligence Podcast is the only show written, voiced, and scored entirely by AI. All episodes are available now on stylesrebelradio.com. Your dad didn't leave for cigarettes. He's out in the car, listening to the Rebel Radio Show. We're back live on the Rebel Radio Show Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on CBW. Like I said to start, we only have so much time to talk about Scientology, so there's a lot, and I mean a lot, that, that we have on the backlog that we could dive deeper into here. It's just so f- thick and rich of lore. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. There's lore aplenty and that's with the best Scientology. Part. We haven't even got into the lore of Scientology. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I feel like that was the whole... All this entire time I was doing all this research for this, I was like trying to really get a grip on like, what the fuck is Scientology? So what we, do they believe? Like, what is it? We talked about the fact that on the base level in, in, in Dianetics, it's described as Scientology is is this this thought process, this, right, this right. philosophy. It's a meta. It's a yeah. meta. It's a philosophy. That it's a way of life. It, it's essentially, you know, to be surrounded by joy all the time. So every every man can have peace of mind and, you know, we're going to coexist and there's not going to be war anymore and you're going to achieve absolute total clarity, right? That is right. the what they're telling you is Scientology. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in the church, once you get to, to OT3, the third ranking level of Scientology, again, it's only out of eight. Mm-hmm. Once you get to OT3, you learn the lore of Scientology. You get to learn the backstory of Scientology. And it's even told, from what I understand, at OT3, not to share this story with the lower levels, not to share this story with anyone outside the church. Yes. And the reasoning I found behind it is because they will mock it or not believe it. I heard (laughs) that it was because it will give them ammonia. Oh. Yes. I heard, and I don't know. Pneumonia? Like, maybe. It, it would like it would make them ill is yeah. what I got from it. It's like them receiving that like high credential level knowledge would make these like normal NPCs ill, essentially. Now let me just say I'm not a Scientologist, nor am I a doctor. So if you right. if you contract <clears throat> pneumonia after listening to this episode of the Rebel Radio Show, you can't come at me. You know, I'm I'm not liable here. You're mm-hmm. taking that risk by continuing to listen. Please continue to listen as I explain to you the backstory real quick of Scientology. Let me, let me give you a brief summary of yeah. the history of Scientology that you learn at being an OT3. According to Scientology, Xenu. Overlord Xenu. Overlord Xenu, the extraterrestrial ruler of the Galactic Confederacy. Amen. Who brought billions of people to Earth, then known as uh, Tigiak? Tigak. Tigak. Yeah, T yeah, Tigak. Well, the the way that he brought these, <laughs> I these don't know. Tigak to Earth was in a DC eight like spacecraft seventy five million years ago. Hey, he stacked them around volcanoes and killed them with hydrogen bombs. Yeah, that is where we get into what you prefaced earlier of these souls then traveled the Earth, and and those are the. Thetans, yes. right? The Thetans that then like... The evil, corrupt spirits yes. are these Thetans. Now, 
it is specified that few people were saved during these hydrogen bombs. And these were the good Scientologists. These are the people that are clear mm-hmm. of, of the state and levels and, uh, and mm-hmm. have purity, right? But the rest of us, and then not, this is where we get into the, a little bit earlier of these statins didn't just go into other people. These went into trees and clams yeah. and atoms yeah. and air molecules and all this other stuff. And that's, that's the premise of Scientology. Now, you learn that at OT3. And Shane and I and Jules keep discussing every time we go to break, it seems, how do you, at this point, once you get to OT3, how do you not go, all right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, how do you not look at this science fiction novel written by a science fiction? <laughs> yeah. And be like, okay, yeah, no, you guys are right. This is science fiction. I'm right? I'm leaving. That's that's the Leah Leah Remedy. Leah, yeah, I, I Leah don't Remini. Wanna, I always Remini. say I always say Remini, and it's wrong. I, yeah, I don't want to butcher her last name. It's Remini. Remini. Mm-hmm. Leah Remini. Um, the the King coast, of Queens. King of Queens. Yep. The, the the wife. wife. Um, Carrie. She was in. She was in Scientology for something like six years. I think seven. Seven years, maybe. It was, she was in there for a little yeah. while. Like yeah. it was a good chunk of time. Longer than I've been. <laughs> and from my understanding, from what I've seen in, in her interviews, and I've only seen a couple of her interviews, but she, her mom was OT8, which is mm-hmm. the highest you can be. And she was like, uh, she was like a clear, a clergy and a, she was like two things at the same time yeah. in the church. And so that gave her like, it like double comboed her power, you know, like yeah. she was on like yeah. a, a combo move going. Yeah. She, super Saiyan. she was yeah. Super Saiyan God, Super yeah. Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch that but, uh, show, but that was a great <laughs> reference. But so Leah Remini gets to OT3 and she's like receiving the information of Xenu. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom is there and her mom is like super excited because she's OT8. She's learning. She's right. learning the secrets. And she right. couldn't tell her. So right. she's like, oh yeah, she right. gets, she's in the know. <laughs> so this is like a big day for the mom and this yeah. is a, supposed to be a big day for, for the queen of queens, right? Yeah. And she's reading the info and she's like, what the fuck? Like, this is, <laughs> this is a crock of shit, guy. Like, mom's like, like, don't you love it? She's like, don't no. Don't you love Xenu? Now, no. now you know. Now you know why we do this. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no. Mm-hmm. And she leaves the church. Which is a reasonable thing to do, in my opinion. Yeah. And so, you know, this is, and I go into this interview that's on Styles Rebel Radio of, with the mindset of, I want to know. Yeah. It's not, I want to, you know, demean. It's not that I, I think this is bullshit. It's, I genuinely am curious what the thought process is while you're there and what you're thinking of. And the interview really focuses around the theology of it. Mm-hmm. And and multiple times throughout it, Tim, again, 30 plus years in the church, uh, explains that I wasn't there because it's a religion. I wasn't there for the organization part of it. I thought it was an interesting concept. That being, you know, what was initially proposed in, in Dianetics of... Hey, we want everybody to to live happily and have clarity of mind. Yeah. Which I understand that. Like at a base level, I understand you going, that's an interesting philosophy. Yeah. I want to learn more. Yeah. When you get to this level yeah. and they're telling you, and again, this isn't me taking the piss out of it. It's legitimately told that they arrived in a DC eight like spacecraft 75 million years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's not me making comparison. That's L. Ron Hubbard. And and a DC eight spacecraft is like a aircraft. Sorry, yeah, aircraft is like a it's it's essentially like a a jumbo jet. Yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks like something that wouldn't be around seventy five million years ago. One hundred percent. 
And if it was, we would definitely have some kind of proof or... <laughs> you guys yeah. are screwed when Xenu comes back. Let me tell you that yeah. much. Uh, but yeah, the, the second you mentioned uh, the Galactic Confederacy to me, I'm starting to think that the science fiction writer might be writing <laughs> science fiction. Well, I think... It's, it's, I, I'm not going to George Lucas and be like, hey, man... I'm a little lost right now. Where do I go in life? And he's like, you know, Greedo's pretty cool. I'm not going <laughs> to devote my life yeah. to this bounty hunter who's yeah. in a movie for five minutes. It's it's one of those things. I feel like, again, they're, it's like in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Like, they've devoted that much time to it, and they're, they're tantalizing. They're throwing, the, like, because that's the thing. If With every step, it seems like they throw them a little piece of what's mm -hmm. to come, like a little bit of, like, Here's why you should stay because you can learn about this next. If you keep paying, you'll learn more. Right. It's kind of like so, college. And then <laughs> these people look how good they're doing. They know more than you. It's like uh <laughs> so then they throw like Xenu at you and you're like, "Okay, well, that's fucking crazy." But they're telling me I have to go deeper still? Yeah. Like, There's "Okay, more? well, like I, I guess I just have to double down." I guess down, I'll understand you know? later, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's like a it's like that is a very much a big a OT, pivotal moment. OT yeah. OT3 is very pivotal for a lot of scientists. It's going to make or I break. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very much the make or break of like, well, either all of this shit is true and like as crazy as it sounds or I'm walking out I of gotta, this building. I gotta go. <laughs> or I gotta catch a bus. Like, I see you guys. I wasted a lot of fucking yeah, money yeah, to get here. Yeah. Or, or that would be so crazy. Because that's the thing. I think I logically, I think logically that's the process of I've invested so much money in so much time that yes. this has to be true. Right. I, in my reality, this has to be true. Right. Or I'm a dumbass. Right. Or I have screwed myself. I, yeah. I won't let that be the case. So yeah. I got to see this to the end. Yeah, now. I think a lot of people can't accept yeah. that they are just I like dumbass. I think that's like yeah. the whole point. I mm -hmm. think they make you spend so much time researching this stuff and mm -hmm. reading it and becoming just this whole new person. And yeah. then they give you this and they're like, well, you've spent all of your time on this. Yeah. So obviously, you know, <laughs> it's labeled a cult. Yeah. By most people. Scientology yeah. is labeled a cult. I would label it a pyramid scheme. I really think this is a pyramid scheme. Because you're yeah. you're working your way towards a pyramid system. You got the, the whole chain of command with OTC. Yeah. You got an entrance yeah. fee. Yeah. You're supposed to recruit other people that then have to pay you. That they, you have to pay the church. It it's a pyramid scheme to me. Yeah. And you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it for, for those of you who are gonna go listen to it after the show. I asked the question, is Scientology a cult during this interview with Tim? And he gives me an answer. So, you know, it's 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 not so cut and dry, but it is at the end of the day, if that makes any sense, you know? Mm. Um, we mentioned that it goes up to OTC-8, and that's just, I, for lack of a better term, I'm going to call it the terrestrial Church yeah. of Scientology, right? <laughs> yeah. Because then yeah. there's a secret society. What's it called? The um, the Sea Organization. The Sea yeah. Org. Yeah, so the Sea Org, yeah. So initially, when I put out my, my call to action, I, I put on a couple of different platforms. I said, hey, I'd love to sit down with someone from the Church of Scientology, mm -hmm. preferably a current member or someone just getting in or considering getting in. Mm -hmm. But I'm open to you know people who have been in the church, who have left the church. I want to know the process. Right. 99% of people who were in the church or had some kind of connection to the church mentioned Number one, that you're not going to interview anyone in the church. It's not a possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, that, oh, well, you know, I was in the church for this long. My brother was in the church for this long. I, I've done this in the church. I reached this level. And attached to all of those replies was, 
but I wasn't in the Sea Org or anything. You know, I'm this many steps out of the Sea Org, so I couldn't tell you what happens there. Yeah. That is like the next secret society level yeah. of, the, of yeah. the Sea Org is the core yeah. of the community. Yeah. Like David uh Misgrave, yeah. he's he's the captain of the okay. Sea Org right now and he uh-huh. runs Scientology. Yeah. Um, so all of the members of the Sea Org are staff members who have signed a billion year pledge to this church. <laughs> you gotta think there's a pretty penny contract too. That's so insane. Oh yeah. Oh, they're they're one hundred percent the the Church of Scientology is loaded with money just mm-hmm. because of the celebrity endorsements. Oh, yeah. And even without the celebrity endorsements, the 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 just the regular people who have to pay so much to and they get do this fundraisers level, this constantly. Level, this level. <laughs> yeah. They do fundraisers. like they're just cash pigs, you know, like they right. all have to be super loaded in my something. Oh yeah. So you know? the the men- members of the Sea Org are like the top level staff members. <clears throat> right. Yeah. They are one hundred percent in control of the management. They are <laughs> it's been described as like a military organization. Yeah. Um, they have several vessels that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the secret service of mm-hmm. this Church of Scientology. It's a private naval force, is what it's most insane. people have yeah. described it as. It, they have intensive surveillance over everything, and they make it like one hundred percent their mission to have your lack of freedom. Right. Sea Org, man. David, <laughs> like, it's, I think it's crazy to me that you can see the, uh, I guess you call, you could see like the transition of power from Hubbard, who like found, started the Sea Org after, I think it was like shit started to go sideways with the tax evasion stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he started getting like serious trouble with the law of be- what he was doing. Because some, st- like he was trying to be tax exempt because it was a church, but these states were like, eh, this doesn't seem like a church to me. This mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, well, what the fuck do I do? I need to get. So he starts the Sea Org. He starts the Sea Org, and which is essentially, I think at first, could, I could be wrong. I think at first it's literally just like, a 20 something person crew that runs Hubbard's yacht yeah. at mm-hmm. first. Um, and then over time that becomes like the management right. central. It's right. insane. It's, you know, and again, we're all outsiders. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, had the privilege to chat with a member for 30 plus years, but mm-hmm. there's plenty of stuff that we don't know that goes on inside the church. Yeah. There's I would say the majority of things, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. go on, we don't know. But what we've discussed that is public knowledge is enough to me, logically, for anyone to be like, yeah, this this is a cult. This, right. this ain't it. This ain't the move. Something's right. going on here. Um, but yet there's tons of people that I, that still go. You talk about a whole, is a whole town in Florida? Clearwater, Florida. Uh, Clearwater, Florida started off as a regular old town in Florida. And then one day... Knock, 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 knock. I don't know. I can't make Hubbard. that. Knock, <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Good old Scientology came into town and they took over. I think, from my understanding, in 2017 alone, they like tripled their numbers in the city alone. And it started with, um, in 1975, the the Church of Scientology bought a hotel under an anonymous name in Clearwater, Florida, and they started like, essentially, that was their first like expansion mission yeah they're like oh okay we're gonna we're gonna take over a town and from from what i see 
they did. You can look into, you can just look up Clearwater, Florida, Scientology, and it goes into how, yeah, just from 2016 to 2019, they literally tripled their size of like uh, the the 33 buildings that are along the lake or the ocean front in, in Clearwater. Um, 22 of the 33 have connections to Scientology. Wow. Wow. Um, so like, as, so don't go to Clearwater, yeah. Florida. <laughs> the, the church and its members and companies they control own 185 properties that cover 101 acres in the center of downtown. I know we have listeners in Florida. So like, if you're near Clearwater, yeah. you can confirm this more. 216-859-8699. Shoot us a text and let us know. Because like I said, we have plenty more to get yeah. into. Yeah. We've got like five minutes left in the hour here. So maybe we can touch on this again another time. I do, real quick, before we get out of here, want to run down some of the names that are associated with Scientology. Because mm-hmm. obviously we know uh, Leah Remini escaped Scientology and is yeah. really the forerunner of speaking out against it in, in terms of like the, the A-listers go, right? Mm-hmm. She's got the book. She's got the TV A show. podcast about podcast. it. Mm-hmm. Obviously we know Danny Masterson and, and all his family mm-hmm. are in it as well as... Yeah. I did find out that not only Topher Grace, but uh, Donna, forg- forgive me, I don't know her actual name, mm-hmm. she did leave the church. Oh, good. So now both good. of them are no longer... Topher Grace was never a member of Scientology. Yeah. Donna, no longer a member of Scientology. But the good. rest of the 70s cast, all Scientologists. Weird. Of course. Tom Cruise, famously a Scientologist, as well as John Travolta. Come on, Johnny. Damn it. There's, it's 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 a lot too. There's a lot of famous John Travolta, or yeah, John Travolta's. There's a lot of famous <laughs> Scientologists. Um, Ethan Suplee, who who plays Randy on My Name Is Earl, is a Scientologist. Jason Lee was a former Scientologist. Uh, Sony, ba- uh, yeah, Sonny Bono was Sonny Bono. Forgive me, I get, <laughs> getting ahead of myself here. I was a Scientologist of Sonny and Cher. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, had a, had a, he had a little pass. He was he went to it for like a week, according yeah. to him. He's like he went, saw what it was about, and went. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> he said he he added it even helped him in his career, saying, uh, "Quote in my early years of stand up, it was very helpful. I took a couple of courses. I learned some things about communication that really got my act going." <laughs> so he was. He was at least at one yeah. point. He was he was into it. You uh, know? Vivian Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick's daughter, is a Scientologist. No. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley is a Scientologist. No. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, Priscilla Presley was also a Scientologist. I think she was like an OT seven too. Whoa. Yeah. Like Priscilla. Priscilla Presley was deep into Scientology. Beck is a former Scientologist. Hmm. Katie Holmes is a former Scientologist. Uh, Robert Hunter of the Grateful Dead is a former Scientologist. Charlie Manson was a former Scientologist. That hurts. <laughs> that's a big one. That, yeah. Oof, that's a hit. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, they're kind of just spread out amongst Hollywood, which I think is really uh. Well, it makes sense. They have money. It's telling of what they're trying to do. I think is like they're like, okay, let's see how many celebrities we can get. Let's go around to different shows. And right. Let's, let's pitch this idea. This this uh uh what is it dietary? I I'm doing it again. <laughs> Yeah. Dianetics. Dianetics. Let's let's teach this meta to yeah. to these people on these shows. And if we can get one, maybe they can get one. Right, right, right. Bring scheme. their friends, bring their family. Right. Bring other celebrities and who have a lot of They always go right around there because everybody there has money. Right. I was gonna say right. you gotta think if the basis of joining Scientology and then getting your, your Thetan level Thetan Thetan Sure. The sure. Yeah. <laughs> getting your levels cleared is alone. Not even like getting into the church is $128,000. You got to think, who has that money? Not right. me. Right. <laughs> you got you got to 
you pick your target demos, right? Right. right. So I'm, as much as it doesn't make sense, it makes sense that they're going after A-list celebrities with no, money. Right, right. And it's that's again, that's the strange part of like, okay, well, they're celebrities, so they're going to bring a lot of eyes to yeah. this thing that maybe we want to keep a little hush-hush if we are doing what we're actually doing, you know? I'd like to point out real quick before we get out of here, again, 1954 was the start of Scientology. Yeah. The crazy. Rebel Radio Show, 216 859 8699. Hey, Style here to remind you that com is a group of free content creators. And because of that, you may have noticed that we don't do a lot of ad spots between our breaks, and that's intentional. We're not here to shill out to off-brand cereal or promote crappy mobile games. We strive to give you quality, professional content without the repetitive marketing. That being said, if you like what we do and want to support the shows, you can always click the link in the Spotify description to help support us for as little as 99 cents a month. Now back to the broadcast. (laughs) Shut up, Beavis. It's back on. What's back on? The Rebel Radio Show, dumbass. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool. Welcome back to the Rebel Radio Show, live, uncut, and uncensored on CBW Radio. To my right is Shani. Hey, everyone. On the board is Jules. Hello. I'm Radio's Rebel DJ Style. Of course, we are in the thick of it in October now. <laughs> every year. I haven't every done, year, I every That was show. the first one. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. That was really loud. <laughs> I got really excited. Zenu? So, sorry to my listeners at home. Zenu? I, got, I got really excited about Zenu. Talking to me? Oh, uh, that's raise energy. It's all that raise energy from yeah. repsports.com, and it gets you pumped yeah. up. Promo code CBWSEN. 15% off at checkouts. If you joined us during the last hour, we dove into... I want to say we dove into Scientology, but we dove into a little bit of Scientology. Yeah, we really like... We hit the keynotes, I think. We talked about it for an hour, and we got a good amount in in that hour, but we could... We could we could do at least four hours <laughs> right, easy. If right, you're really right. interested in like learning more, I recommend the HBO de- documentary um, Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief. I also recommend the interview that's available right now that on well. stylesrebelradio.com. I got to sit down with Tim... He's a 30-year Scientologist in OT5, and he talks me through a little bit about what went on in the church and his process through all that, stylesrebelradio.com. But, you know, this is the first show that we planned for for October. This, yeah, right off the bat, we knew we wanted to do this one. We knew we wanted yeah. to talk Scientology, yeah. especially with all the, the Danny Masterson stuff that we talked about right, two weeks right, right. prior. It was super top. So it was fresh. Yeah. We knew we wanted to talk about Scientology, and we thought, you know, what's a good... What's a good partner for Scientology here? And the easy answer for me was, you know, a lot of people think the Mormon church is a cult. There's, yeah. there's a big, you know, debate yeah. about Mormonism because, again, yeah. that's a relatively new religion, too. Right. Right. And, you know, they do some interesting things. They think Jesus was American and, you yeah. know, white people were the first Native Americans. And yeah. there's a whole bunch we could talk about there. But for me, I want to talk about the Roman Catholic Church. And I know we're going to get flack for this. I know you're already ready to text in at 216-859-8699 or stylesrebelradio at gmail.com. But I want to talk about it because I, I don't think it's talked about enough. And, and I it's conspiracy season, right? Yeah. 
I'm not talking about, well, <laughs> I'm a little bit talking about the religion itself, but I want to talk about the Vatican. I want to talk about the Pope. I want to talk about the things we know that aren't discussed, the things that yeah. are hidden. That's the thing is like, it's not, we're not necessarily trying to, it's not a like the, the Roman Catholic religion is a conspiracy. That's not what we're saying. Right. It's, it's the things that. It's the, how it operates. Yeah. It's how the Roman Catholic church operates almost as more of a business yes. or like a mob sort of thing that we're getting into as a like, this is a conspiracy. This is, yeah. there's a lot of weird fishy there's stuff. stuff. We don't know. Right. There's yeah. stuff going on here and that's kind of more what we're touching on. So let me preface with this. Uh, you know, obviously I sat down to the interview with Tim for Scientology. I wanted to get that perspective. Yeah. I didn't want to go in and just, oh, fuck Scientology. Here's why. I wanted to at least understand where the Scientologist is coming from in it, right? To, to get that perspective. How does it work? Mm-hmm. How do they get these people in? You know, why is it so compelling? And why do people keep joining it and, and believing it? I had I had the same thought process as far as the Roman Catholic Church goes. I want to sit down with, with a devout Catholic. I want to yeah. sit down with, with... I tried to, you know, I, I contemplated reaching out to a pastor or a priest... Or, or someone in that regard. Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I ended up talking to a few Catholics that I know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about the religion of it for a while as well. But again, I more so want to talk about the Vatican and the Pope and the inner workings of the Roman Catholic Church as an entity. Mm-hmm. And it seemed that every conversation I had started with, we know that the Vatican and the Pope are corrupt. We know that there's, you know, a lot that we don't agree with there. Mm-hmm. But that's not the end all be all to Catholicism. And right. I accepted that. You know, I'm like, okay, I get that because that is the issue I have. We go through an hour, two hour, three hour long conversation about Catholicism and and the different, you know, elements of the faith of it. Right. And at the end of the conversation, every single time it seemed to get to, oh, well, we recognize this person as a saint or this person as a bishop, or we do this, or we accept this rule over this rule, and we pray to this thing because the Vatican has deemed it holy, the Vatican has deemed it, you know, this, we have to do this because the Vatican said it. We're we're disregarding the fact that we opened the conversation with, we know the Vatican's corrupt. Yeah, and again, I think that's the... uh... Like you can again, we can say we can say the word again. We can call out Voldemort, but like it's that's where the brainwashingness yeah. and like it's religion. So uh, there's a certain point where they just have to be like, well, this is what I believe. Yeah. You know, like I love Zenu. They just kind of have to. Like, <laughs> I love Zenu. They have to jump that bridge and be like, well, the Vatican's a little corrupt, but uh, maybe only it's a like little. A... Maybe I just won't look into it. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's like separating Jesus the art from the, the artist. Yeah, yeah. It's that, I think it's that same thing. It's like, let me separate. I, I think that is like... The day I go into a Catholic church and I'm like, hey, what's going on with all the kid touch? And like, you got to separate the art from the artist, man. Come on. Well, and I like, think, That's not a good look for your religion. Come on. You know that. It's also, it's very telling that like, we don't see at least, and again, we pro- they're, uh, they're probably out there and I'm just missing them, ducking them. But like... You don't see too many devout young Catholics. Yeah. You know, like that's not really like. no one. That's not like a super hard market. Yeah. You know, I feel like you see a lot of other religions that have more devout young people. And mm-hmm. like, that's like, okay, yeah, that's normal. What, but like, I feel like I, and again, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just being ducked by all the young Catholic people. They don't want to hit my line or whatever. But like. <laughs> young Catholics, reach out to Shaney. Yeah, come on. What's Where going on? What's going on, guys? Um, But like, I just don't see that that often. And I think that that's very telling of like how older people handle 
their older Catholics handle their religion and, mm-hmm. and what we're what we're talking about of like, yeah, the church is bad, but we love it and we kind of just turn the other yeah. cheek, you know, like we kind of just turned a blind eye and pray to Jesus. That's I want to get into that because you know I like to, especially with things like this. You know, we're not talking about Bigfoot or Mothman, where it's entirely you know speculation, conspiracy, right. for you know lack of an argument there. Um, it's, you know, this is a real thing. Catholicism, yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, not, it's like huge. you said at the start, we're not, Catholicism itself isn't the conspiracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's what's going on in the church is the conspiracy. Right. And so I want to talk about some factual things, some things that we know that are documented that have happened that either are either brushed under the rug or not talked about or just blatantly disregard by practicers of the Catholic faith, the, the, the Catholic church, the Vatican, the Pope in general. Um, and there's a bunch of places I could start, but I want to start with the fact that it was the Vatican and the Vatican city was deemed sovereign in 1929 by Mussolini. Yeah. The dictator, Hitler's buddy. Yeah. No one talks about that. Yeah. We know it's sovereign. We know it's tax free. No Mm -hmm. one pays taxes in the Vatican. We know that And when I say sovereign, if you don't know what that means, they are not under the law of Italy. Yeah. They are free to do essentially what they, yeah. They're they Disneyland. Can't touch them. You can't They're touch Disneyland. Them. You can't touch them. The, <laughs> yeah. the cops can't go there and like arrest you for something. The Pope has sovereign rights. The Vatican itself has sovereign right, meaning it cannot be sued unless it consents to being sued. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. Deemed sovereign by Mussolini in 1929, which big red flag to me, number one. Why isn't that a question that's yeah, asked more yeah. of like, we gonna talk about that? Yeah, that seems like a <laughs> yeah. big elephant. Uh, Mussolini was a uh, dictator. Gave you your power. Pretty sure he did that, and uh, he did some really bad things. <laughs> Last time I checked, Mussolini not a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> now in 1943, we're we're in World War II now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. They were deemed neutral. They they claimed that they remained neutral, which Sick. interesting stance Sick. entirely. Sick. <laughs> I get you're Catholic. But at the end of the day, people are dying. Yeah. In the tens and hundreds and and people are dying. <laughs> a lot of them and a lot of them Catholic. Yeah. Uh, especially on our side, a lot of them Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like disregarding the Holocaust yeah. Yeah. is a, is a big yeah. red flag yeah. for the Catholic Church. Yeah. The the uh the Nazi uh, uh alliances, the Nazi they they what paid so, off yeah so let me let me clarify why uh-huh. i wanted to make it a point that the church said we are neutral on the matter of <laughs> yeah. world war ii and the holocaust yeah. interesting stance yeah. in and of itself yeah. but i guess the argument can be made of oh well we're all people right if you want to make that argument i can at least rationalize where you're coming from what i can't rationalize is saying you're neutral and then every year collecting a church tax from adolf hitler that's right. Adolf Hitler paid into the Roman Catholic Church and the Vatican every year. Sick. Every year. They also helped That's Nazis like- after World War II escape the punishments for war reformations and war crimes by fleeing Europe. The Roman Catholic Church played a huge part in the Vatican. I should I should preface because I, I let me clarify now. I have a bad habit of saying Roman Catholic Church and Nine times out of ten, what I mean by that is the Vatican. Yes. Um, the central church. Yeah, because I feel like that's something that needs to be. The Roman Catholic Church is just the 
the like almost yeah, the blanket the, religion. The blanket religion. The Vatican is like the central hub. Yeah, like, where the Pope lives. The and, sea org. Yeah. It's the sea org. <laughs> it's, of the Catholicism. Sea org. it's the sea org. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the the Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican, played a huge part in helping Nazis escape war crimes. They would relocate them to South America. They would give them routes to take, and and they would help with the the members of the Vatican, the bishops, and the church goers. Mm-hmm. Hey we need you to have this guy in your home for this day and then we're going to drive him here and we're going to get him to South America. Nazis. Nazis. They they helped the Nazis. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not just talking then because they also had a deal with a major insurance provider in Italy during the Holocaust. Now, this deal was the, the Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican, mm-hmm. was going to pay into this insurance company. And in return, what the Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican, received in this was when these families, these Jewish families were murdered, when these Jewish families lost their lives Mm -hmm. because of the Holocaust, their belongings would default to the Vatican, to the Roman Catholic Church. Their bank accounts, their belongings would default to the Roman Catholic Church because they had paid into this insurance company. Why is that not talked about? And again, we're not into the conspiracy yet. These are facts. (laughs) These are things that are documented that happened that aren't talked about in the church. They aren't talked about by the church goers. Yet here we are in in 2023 and the Vatican is still the, for lack of a better term, the higher power of the Catholic church. That is the the corporate level, if you will. Pretty, uh, pretty neutral on reaping the benefits of the Holocaust. Yeah, they're acting pretty neutral on that one. uh, Very Christian of them. Yeah, if I will say so myself. Walking, walking the straightened arrow. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's like you just have to like. And let me. I'm scratching the surface here. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Just, we're twelve getting, minutes in, guys. We're just getting started. But it's like they, the believe the people, just turn a blind eye. They're just like, well, yeah. I'm gonna follow what you say. Yeah, this is our faith. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. You know, like this is what I believe in. So, whatever. And it's it's and like even some of their ah. saints aren't saints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've killed people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the whole that makes no sense to me in a whole. And again, I I want to stress the fact that I I'm not here to harp on the religion itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, when I've had these discussions and I've asked because I I genuinely want to know. So if you can answer me better or provide more insight, I open the floor to it. Two one six eight five nine eight six nine nine. But I want to know how this is acceptable within the faith. In nine times out of ten, it's compared to the government. Oh, well, we know the government's corrupt and, you know, we're just going to have to deal with it. So, you know, I might not agree with a a law that was made federally that really should have been a state's decision. But what am I going to do about it? Right. Well, and we can vote. I was going to say, well, in a in a in a society, in in a democratic republic like we have, we have the power of vote. We can change that. If the the Constitution specifically states when the government becomes corrupt, when the federal government exceeds its bounds, it is the duty of the people to overthrow said government. That is our written right. And have we acted upon it like we should? Probably not. Mm -hmm. And I guess you could say the same for the Vatican, the Roman Catholic Church. But at that point when, and again, we're scratching the surface of corruptness. I'm only in 1943 and a little (laughs) bit after. (laughs) 
I'm only in the 1940s. My, yeah. my mind's only in the 40s right Bloody now, guys. World, you have no idea. I am, I am rearing the end of World War II, and this <laughs> argument's already being made that at this point in time, why are we not going, yeah, you know what, maybe this whole Vatican thing isn't working. We're going to get more into some modern issues here when we come back. 216-859-8699. Hey, if you're listening, then you should listen to Off Air, because that's the show that I have I have to do promos for. So this is that promo that you're listening to. Alright, campers, welcome back to the Rebel Podcast. For those of you who skipped forward, not cool, dudes. If you're not listening live Monday at 5 p.m. on CBW Radio, I always encourage you to listen to the live show as well, even if you're going to catch the podcast, because you hear things you're not going to hear on the podcast. Like during the break, we played the late, great Trevor Moore's modern day prophet Pope rap. And rest in peace. Rest in peace, Trevor Moore, man. You know, yeah. side conspiracy, because we always got to throw a couple of side conspiracies in October always, as well. Always. He, Trevor Moore put out that. Trevor Moore also put out the, the sketch of. The things you can't say on on radio involving the president, mm-hmm. um, and then mysteriously died from oh. from a head head injury, mm. fell off the balcony, huh? Mm. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, just putting it out there. There might be some foul play, <laughs> just like there might be some foul play in the Catholic Church. Mm. We're back on the Rebel Radio Show talking about conspiracies in the Catholic Church. I'd also like to to preface we, when we went to break, we were talking about some of the the dealings involving money, right? And the fact that, you know, you're, you're not allowed to know the transactions of the bank and the, yeah. the church's bank. That's because they have their own. They they have yeah. their own Vatican bank mm-hmm. uh, that cannot be tracked by Western Union. Sick. Billions of dollars have been deposited in. Sick. Yeah. yeah sick, that's super sick. That's not sus at all. I, I know you guys have stuff you want to dive into as well, but I got to throw one last thing in here as far as the known history that is documented goes before we dive too deep into the conspiracies, and that is... In 897 A.D., former Pope Formosus was exhumed from his grave and made to stand trial against the current Pope. This Pope, the the dead Pope, the dead body was given a translator to speak on his behalf. Of course, as you would, as as you should, as you you would, fair and justice system, right? And because he could not answer any of the questions that the Pope was giving him, uh. All of the the things that he had, all of, all of the rulings that the former pope had put into play, yeah. were deemed null and void of because course. he couldn't stand trial. He could, I mean, obviously he was he his translator couldn't translate for him. There was nothing said. These are the things that before we even get into the big conspiracies, I want to know. I want answers. You know, and, if, and we talked about it with Scientology. You know, mm-hmm. you get to OT three. And that seems like the pivotal point where you're like, all right, you know, I, I was on board with the happiness and the clarity of yeah, mind yeah, and then, of course, you know, all getting along and, and getting rid of all my stress. I'm on board with that. Right. So this is like the OT3 moment where you're like, oh, the Galactic Federation's the reason we're here, where I have questions. Once you, once you bring up to me, hey, you know, we funded the Nazis. Wait a minute. Hang on. Time out. I have questions. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to get a little dicey. Um, I feel like a, I, the, the whole, uh, tittling 
tiddling on the little one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. dive into that, shall we? I I'm, mean, it's not even a conspiracy so much as like stop. Well, <laughs> the the Vatican has revealed that they like will expunge different priests who have already had cases of really of yeah sexual abuse on them and so then they'll be like okay well we have to save face so we'll let a batch go essentially like we'll let a, we'll let the dirty dozen go and we'll keep the rest they've also gone on record when knowing about these situations they lie and then just move these these priests around yeah it's yeah. they'll it's just the, move them to a different church the apostolic is it penitentiary penitentiary the apostolic penitentiary that is their tribunal that does these that that deems if something can be forgiven by the church and yes. the actions you take against it they have their own secret like, like that's so <laughs> weird that's so, like and you the have scientologists to, do yeah it's like it's like the scientologists yeah Again, I, I, and I, <laughs> it's, it's a situation like 9-11 when we talked about that, right? I don't want to come in this and be like, hey, you're Catholic, fuck you, because that's not what I'm getting at. <laughs> it's the scary realization that doing my research into Scientology and then into the Catholic Church, I found a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's in doing the research, you're like, oh, okay, this is one that is deemed a religion slash cult. This is one that is, and and then you have on the other it side. It is the oldest religion. You yeah, know? and then on the other side, yeah, you have the oldest religion. This is like the tried and true, this what religion right. is. And yeah, it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of like how Scientology, oh, that's kind of like how they do this, or that's how they do that. Interesting, yeah. There's a lot of overlapping in, in the way that they run things on both sides. I feel like it's important to mention too, you know, we've done a lot of conspiracies at this point, well over... 30 i think like yeah. there's a decent chunk of that we've done this is one of the ones where you know mothman i wanted to talk about mothman i was super hyped for it i'm like oh dude this is gonna be great you know mm-hmm. big cryptid conspiracy there's a lot to research that we right, don't know right, right. this isn't this isn't the mandela effect where we're still questioning like what is reality i don't want to sit here and admit that the catholic church has a lot of connections to the same thing scientology does I don't yeah. want to tell you that, right? But it's that's like what I found. Almost. It's like, yeah. ah, fuck, like, hate this, to break it to you. Yeah, this theory, guys, you guys is are like, actually OT threes. Kind of <laughs> fuck, yeah. You guys are about to meet Zenu. Like, <laughs> no idea. So, so let's get because I'm assuming when when most people heard conspiracies in the Catholic Church, that's where their mind went to was the kid didn't link. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. I'm sure you guys have plenty on this too. Yeah. All right. I have like a couple of things. Um, recently, more recently, like not the forties or AD. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to give the history lesson first. Um, it's a little bit closer to home. There's some activists that are um reaching out, and also some uh, I don't want to say victims, but um, well, some- sure, victims. Some, that's what, uh, I, that's what, at least what this article here is saying. They all right. They say victims. I okay. feel like that's fair yeah. if what so is if we'll what we'll is being use, said is true. We'll then. use Fox 19's words for it. All right. So, um, a, a group of these sexual assault victims that have, were related to the Catholic Church, and as well as some um, activists, are working towards getting the Ohio Attorney General to actually deep dive into at least our Catholic churches around home. Yeah, it says uh, investigate all six dioceses, which are like the different 
I think like uh, next to the wood. Yeah. Or yeah. Ch- the churches. So they're trying to get him to deep dive into all these churches around here and actually get some of these corrupt priests out of <laughs> power. So let me ask you this, because I feel like, and I feel like, again, this is me. Um, I feel like this has probably been done and this is probably a, a well-documented thing of we get the police involved. And they start this investigation. How many of these Catholic priests, because they are under the Roman Catholic Church, go, oh, shit. Hey, they're going to find some fucked up stuff I've done. Hey, Roman Catholic Church, can you do something about this? Can you move me somewhere else? A lot of the times that is what happens. There's another article that I have um, that highlights the intricacies of um, when they Mm -hmm. do expose that they have done these events yeah um that the pope will just expunge them of their their sins and he'll be like all right we're gonna put you in like some training or whatever and then you're going to a new church yeah that's pretty so here it said this is this is new york times historically the church withheld information about priests who were sexually abusive uh often moving them from parish to parish without informing people in the pews reports have pushed many dioceses to the to publish or update their own list of uh credible accused clergy members so they just lie don't tell anybody in the the public in that are sitting in these churches that hey your kid may have been touched by this priest but never mind we got a new one yeah yeah that just pisses me off that's the thing man and and again is it really conspiracy you know (laughs) No, it's yeah, not. It's, it's not. If factual. They, yeah, if they themselves are like, yeah, okay, we're we're doing this. We're, we're doing this shit. It. Yeah, we're here. We're releasing these people or these people are moving. We're, we're like they're just admitting to it, but it's like a step around admitting right. to it. They're beating around the bush of admitting to it. My conspiracy is how people of the Catholic faith will see this and be like, "Oh, no, nope, you know, that's fucked up." Anyway, back to priest. church. Right. Yeah. Next thing you know, they walk into church, they have a new priest, and they're yeah. like, oh, that's just that's just a Catholic church. We just got a new priest today. Brought to you from the church that puts dead people on trial, funds the Nazis, and relocates pedophiles near your kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... It's yeah. not a good stance for your church. Well, again, it's like, that's the, that's like the faith aspect of it. They're just like, they're blind to it. You know, they're yeah. just like, well, put our head, put our noses down and keep... Right, yeah, I know. do. I do have a statistic, and and funny enough, um, a lot of my my notes and research uh, comes from a website called. Let me let me make sure I get this right too, because I don't want to misinform. TheVaticanTickets.com, oh. which I don't believe they're directly in relation to the Vatican. Like I don't think this is the Vatican yeah. site. Um, however, there is a gift shop at the Vatican yes, in the Vatican City that you can buy stuff from the Vatican. So you know you got to get that monetary value. Don't don't miss on that. You can take tours, uh, but this place offers tours of Vatican City in the Vatican. And I I, th- I believe it is a third party company. Yeah, I would I would hope. Yeah, I would, I would hope, hope they're not being this upfront. I would hope. You know what? I I, I, like, I yeah. wish they would be this upfront, but I don't believe they are. Yeah. Uh, but one of the the things in here is about exactly what we're talking about. And of twenty since twenty twenty one, this is twenty twenty one statistic. Uh, six thousand plus clergy of the Catholic Church have been accused of sexual assault. Uh. In the youth and in the U.S., 2,458 uh, in child sexual assault. Yeah, I have uh, I have here, and this is from CBS. It's 
uh, 34 or 3,400 cases of abuse have reported. Uh, and then they have been like those cases have been expunged since 2004. Well, I've got a little bit more of the conspiracy side involving that when we come back to break. If you have any conspiracies or anything you want to chime in on during that time, 216-859-8699. I'm the Pidge. Time isn't real. Oh, wait, this is the wrong show. I'm talking about the pigeonhole, everybody. Comes out once a month. Send some stuff into the Styles of Radio Discord page. I will give my such beautiful two cents on it. I know you guys care so much. For give me some slack. I like doing this. Styles Rebel Radio. Read the sign. 15 for dudes. Girls get in free past seven. I cannot stress this enough. The conspiracy with the Vatican and Roman Catholic Church is the fact that I want to know why it's being covered up, why it's not being talked about. That's the conspiracy. The conspiracy is the fact that all of this is out there, yet none of it's acknowledged, and we go on as if it's not. Well, I think you I think you answered your own question earlier when you were like, this is the oldest known religion. Mm-hmm. It is, it's the oldest known religion. You got to think, like, why aren't the cops doing anything about this? Because a lot of the cops are Catholic. Yeah. Why aren't people? Yeah. In the, yeah. Why aren't people in the government doing this? Because a lot of people in the government are Catholic. Like the, it's there. It Catholicism is so deep rooted, especially in American culture and Western culture, that it's like, yeah, no shit. They run everything. They started running everything when we only had three digits in our years. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. they've been. They've been, uh, uh, they've been th- running it since dead people could be put on trial. Yeah, like it's just they've been doing it for so long that like everyone's a part of Catholic. Everyone's Catholic, so you're not gonna stop that. Like that's a great point too, because I did get into a little bit of the conspiracy discussion when I when I talked to these people, the, these Catholics that I know, um, <clears throat> and part of it did come down to, well, you know, I I think a lot of the cover up is in the media. I'm sure that the media gets a nice payout, or there's some kind of government connection there i'm sure there is in america just like there is in italy excuse me right you know it's it's clearly we have a documented history of the catholic church doing something very corrupt and as taking bribes directly from hitler number one yeah um but from italy as well as as a government and their insurance companies to illegally in my in my sense, illegally profit off the death of of all these Jewish families during the Holocaust. We have a history of them taking money. We have a history of them hiding money. Yeah. So it's not unreasonable to think that yeah, no, there's probably those same ties to America, to the American media, to the American government. Right, right. And how we and how we as Americans look at Catholicism and view and how like we were talking about it a little bit off air, but like you know, older older Catholics are way more devout and like stern staunch into it and they're mm-hmm. the ones that are like okay no we will look See, away and i think that's across the board with religion i think most older generations are more gung-ho for religion than younger generations mm, i don't disagree that's a good point that's valid let me put it this way though when it comes to i made the comparison earlier about the roman catholic church and scientology right and mm-hmm. I, that fact that i saw a lot of similarities between them One thing that kept being brought up as an argument during this was, you know, the hierarchy of the Catholic Church to me doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why, you know, if you're following your faith, you need 
some guy who directly opposes what the Bible says of having a better connection to God than you. Yeah. Who has this yeah. divine right and is assigned divine yeah. powers and has national sovereignty yeah. because he's a closer figure to God than you yeah, are. That's which such a, That's such a weird aspect of it right. is the fact that the Pope is like one with God or not one with God, but like touched by God. Yeah. It's so chosen as appointed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Th- that's a weird concept in itself, but not even just the Pope, but he has bishops and a council yeah. and we have the, the yeah. council that mm-hmm. determines whether someone can be forgiven inside the church. And right. we have a council that right. uh, decides who's a saint and who's not a saint. And if they're officially recognized, that aspect of, t- of it to me was like, I'm like, this is where the corruption comes from. You know, the the Bible does not say that you need leveled government to control your religion. That's not what it says. Yeah, right. And then the argument that keep coming back to, well, it's a translation thing of, you know, we have different words for bishops and we have different words for popes. I'm like, I guess, I guess you can make that argument, but you can't sit here and in that same breath tell me, you know, the corruption comes from this. You can see that they're taking money illegally. You can see that all this wrongdoing is happening because of money. You can see that it's a sovereign nation because of a dictator. You can see that all of this corruption is happening because of this community that has protected itself under the guise of being good Catholics and then sit here and say, yeah, but you know, it's a translation thing. It's not. That's that's people being bad people thing. That that is a corruption thing. That is a a level of government-esque You know, we know that this is bad. Let's let's put a stop to it. And that's not saying you have to stop practicing Catholicism. That's saying you you realize as as a whole. And I think more and more people are realizing this. Mm-hmm. But I don't think as as Catholicism as a whole, as a group of of a religious group, mm-hmm. are realizing enough to the extent of hey, we don't need to abide by this. This doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. Clearly, we're being taken for a ride here. Yeah. That's my issue. The comparison that I kept getting. Was okay. Well, you have that in every religion, though. And the the one person that kept getting thrown out was Joel Olstein for Christians. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, th- unfortunately, there's a lot of bad Christians too, and it goes yeah. for any religion. Right, he was a televangelist right, right. that was taking all the money for himself. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, yeah, no, he was a good Christian leader." Mm-hmm. But that's where we differ. Is I've never considered Joel Olstein a leader. He was yeah. a tev- he was a, a any, guy who was quote unquote Christian who had a TV program. Any of those televangelists, anything like that, where you're preaching to a, a larger yeah. audience and benefiting off of that, and and like those people have like private jets yeah. and shit like that. They're making stupid amounts of money. They're five hundred one c threes. Yeah, I it's think insane. the the difference comes in to where like Christianity. We have our pastors and mm-hmm. whatever, but like they they aren't anybody of importance that's That's, what i'm saying yeah Yeah. like and and, they're the same as me and they go to the same grocery store and they don't have there is no hierarchy the way i explained it and for some reason you know this was still a controversial point that came in this conversation i had was you know we have pastors in a a christian church and sure there's deacons and maybe there's a ministry team right Mm -hmm. but they're not held to a higher level the reason he's the pastor and i'm not is he has studied the bible more than i have right and so i feel comfortable going there to learn about it and hear what he has to say about it i trust that he is a knowledgeable source yeah and so i choose to continue to listen his job is to relay what's in that book to me to learn right right? that is it his job is not to deem who's a saint and and who's holier than who and what what can be forgiven that's not his job and there are corrupt christian churches sure 100 but that's on yourself as a a goer and to note like notice and leave and find a new church So, so let me let me let me bring that full circle right in a Christian church, there is no hierarchy. There's no super church that is 
the higher level we'll relate to federal government again right mm -hmm. if you know the church you go to is a state church or is a state government right that's your state house right mm -hmm. there is no federal level for christianity there's yeah. there's no big boy upstairs who they're all reporting back to or talking about if, if their decisions were right or wrong right that's the vatican the vatican has their own sets of rules and laws and and popes and bishops and all of this, they have a higher, they have a corporate level. They, they have a White House. Yeah. yeah Joel, White House. Joel Olstein is just some guy who claimed to be Christian who swindled a lot of people, yeah, unfortunately. He's a good salesman. Bad guy. He yeah. was never a leader of the Christian community. He was never deemed as anyone more important than, number right. one, any other pastor, if we're going to use the term pastor for him. Right. Uh, but he was never deemed, you know, as, as a leader of the community. He's right. just some guy who had a TV program who swindled a lot of fucking people and, yeah. and is a bad or was a bad person like yeah. that's the difference between it and if i'm a christian i'm going to church and i see oh they're not professing what's in the bible it's my duty to leave and go to a new church that is you know right. I'm, I'm it's a it's a false prophet right. the bible talks about false prophets there you go so what do you do you leave you don't listen to false prophets yeah that's the difference is in catholicism your church may not be you know promoting falsehoods you may be following the bible you know right along with it mm -hmm. if the catholic church makes a ruling that then affects your church or your church is somehow affected by you know the, the roman catholic church the vatican yeah in the sense that oh no well now you know this guy's our leader yeah something changed we had to get rid of this pope this is the new pope we need to recognize this guy's importance yeah no we don't no we don't that's your job to leave that so as a whole, across the board, Catholicism, I think, needs to make that realization of, oh, that's corrupt. It's our job not to follow that. Yeah. That's my opinion. It's such a, yeah, it's such a confusing, like, it's such a tough thing because to convey. Because they have to, like, well, that's step their... out of the, not even just, like, the religion. They just have to step out of their mindset. Yeah, of what they're normally used to thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and they have to, it's, it's almost like you have to, it's like a. It's like a lightning bolt, you know, you have mm -hmm. to like catch that perfect moment of like, okay, oh, that's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's really crazy stuff like that. I, I had a, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I had a, I had a, uh, uh, an instance recently where I went, to, it's funny that you were talking about like, just go to a different church. Me and my girlfriend tried a new church. Um, we go to church, try to go to church every Sunday. Um, we went to try a new church maybe like a month ago and we walked out and we were both like, this just felt like it felt like an ad or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. It felt like a sales pitch. It felt really, we're like, this didn't feel like what church feels like. Like it felt very weird. And I wonder if like, that's how Catholics will feel at some point, like walking mm -hmm. out, if they get that same thing of like, Hmm, that didn't feel like how it normally feel like that one felt a little different, you know? And, and don't get me wrong. I am against my biggest problem with this is the fact that it like scientology operates like an organization mm -hmm. it operates like a hierarchy like a government like yeah. an organization and i'm against that at, at all levels i have been recommended and i've been to churches where it's like oh you're at this church but we have three different locations and it's all the same church and yeah. it's more of a show and a, and a merchandising thing and we have a logo and we have merch i don't want yeah. that i don't want to go I, i'm not here to support your indie startup Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm against it in all aspects. So it's not when I talk about that aspect of it, it's not just the Catholic Church, but they are taking that and multiplying it to the tenth degree. Now, that being said, you know, we have that all on the surface level. There's the conspiracy of 
you know, why does their bank have to be hidden? You know, why is why is that allowed? What's what's the money actually going to? There's also, you know, the conspiracy of what is in the Vatican secret archives? Because that's the thing too. Yeah, what's yeah. going on in there? They have a lot of they have a lot of documents that they can just keep secret and like keep to themselves. Can't show outside of the church. It gets one of those levels thing. What's you the have to be of keeping that those to, documents. Well, to my knowledge, only the Pope can see those. I could be wrong. It could be oh, a couple different levels. Okay, I didn't know if there was like it once, might be once you get past OT three. You know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Again, we're going to draw the similarities there. Right, right. Um, but they do have secret documents that aren't accessible to the public, and that's a lot of the conspiracy around the Vatican itself. And it seems like the the most commonly accepted theory involving those is it's a collection of, of CP. Yeah. Of, of not, I'm not talking about cheese pizza, you know, but I, I don't want to get kicked off Spotify or, or anything mm-hmm. else for saying that, but, you know, it involves the kiddos. Um, that's, that's the number one running theory about what is in that secret archive. Well, there's been, well, there's been instances where, um, these priests that have been involved in these sexual abuse acts have been caught and most of them have recorded these instances. So it very well could be priest recordings. I mean, I, would, I, I mean, that yeah. would make the most sense, you know. That does make sense, actually. Um, it, it, it's backed by the Museum of Erotica, is is also a a big factor in like they're saying that that's what's in the vault. Mm. Just ah. uh, just as some reference, that is, yeah. you know, an organization that is saying that is um, that's what's going on. What's going on there? Some other conspiracies. I know we're running thin on time here. Say so it's evidence of extraterrestrial life. Um, Why would the church have that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, I think it's just they've been around for so long that they have this big vault of secrets, essentially, mm-hmm. secret document. I think it's just kind of like, well, what's important information that we don't want the people knowing right. or shit like, like, you know, I think you can lump any of that into those Vatican archives of like, yeah, what's something that we wouldn't want the people to know about? Yeah. Bad shit like that or alien or, you know, like just whatever. Throw it in the fucking Vatican vault, whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of at least that's so where the my Vatican head. vault's just a tell all. That's kind of my is like anything that they wouldn't want because you got to think that like even in the early days they were they still had like a a government esque formation mm-hmm. or like how how the hierarchy of the church worked so it's like you have to assume that they were trying to even back then run their people in the Vatican City a certain way yeah. and wanted them and so certain news or like maybe this came in from across the world and this is some big you know globe shattering news let's hide it really you mean quick. like withholding information until you get to a certain level pretty much damn that sounds an awful lot like the works of L. Ron Hubbard that's what I'm saying dude <laughs> Same Battlefield but... Earth yeah loved it <laughs> uh, another big conspiracy is that it's some kind of tied to the illuminati some kind of documentation in there and yeah. i don't you know i don't think that's a far off one either i wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah i we, would believe it we talked about the theory that you know maybe there is a lot of connection between the federal government the media and, and america and the vatican and you know i think the illuminati might be the linking the, the, the thing that links them together there um, there is in catholicism some like sect of freemasons and when we talked yeah. about yeah the Illuminati, it, it tracked back to a lot of Freemasons. So there could be that overlap there. I don't think that's a, a very out there theory. And it could just yeah, be... Yeah, no, very plausible to, to assume that Vatican has ties with multiple secret societies just because of, again, 
Catholicism. It's, it's also Catholicism in its whole is very secretive, and right, you can right. keep gonna, your secrets. Yeah, there. I was gonna say, why do you think you know maybe this stuff isn't talked about or isn't allowed to be talked about? They could right. have billions of dollars just funneled in just to keep their secrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, from everything we hear about the Illuminati. Essentially, their whole thing is, hey, you don't speak out about what you know, and if you do, there's going to be consequences, right? Right, right? That's that's the whole stigma behind them. Yeah, it seems like those two things just kind of go hand in hand, like that yeah. and the the whole Roman Catholic Church as a whole just kind of go hand, and they work very well together. Like, oh, you're good at keeping secrets? We're good at keeping secrets. <laughs> that's how it started, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep each other's secrets. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's so much. There's so much, man. Like, yeah, it's just so littered throughout all of history. Like, you can go to any point in history and be like, okay, when what did what did the Roman Catholic Church do around this time that yeah. was a little bit funky? And you can find, you know, it might not be groundbreaking or it might not be like super crazy, but like, there's examples. Yeah, right. There's history. There's always examples. And again, and it's crazy. I keep bringing. I'm sorry, but I keep going back in my mind to when Shane said that, like, even a lot of people in our public like society are catholic like yeah it's just crazy how much could be covered up just in the yeah. the sake of catholicism i mean right. when we talked about scientology we talked about the fact that the the there's cities that have police and police chiefs that are and tied into scientology so scientology yeah. was trying to cover up danny masterson's yeah. abuse mm-hmm. yeah so i mean it's wild it's it's crazy to me that we can sit here and Scientology is blatantly a cult. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about, oh, well, they're covering up sexual abuse. Catholic Church is covering up sexual abuse. Yeah. Well, they don't disclose what they're doing with all their money. Catholic Church doesn't. Dis- right. They have a hierarchy, government-like structure. So does the Catholic Church. Right, right. It's kind of, you know, birds of a feather. Right. Yeah, they're very similar in that way. And it's very interesting that Scientology has one very like clear viewpoint by the most by the majority of society is like, hmm, that's a little weird. Scientology is a little weird. Maybe I don't know much about it, but overall, but dresses I, up, dress it up as Catholicism and they're in. Right, right. But then you say, well, this is the Roman Catholic Church. This is you're a Catholic, and they're like, oh yeah, okay, this is totally normal. This is totally yeah. yeah we totally just whatever they they used to be pedophiles. Not a big deal now. Yeah, it's like. Eh, They've been forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super strange. Super strange. Again, like, it seems like L. Ron Hubbard was trying to make a Catholicism. Yeah. He was really <laughs> aiming for that sort of thing. Well, I mean, even Tim, he said that this isn't, like, an obscure thought. Like, yeah, he said this. these aren't really original thoughts. He's just curated them better than other people have. Well, here you go, man. I mean, yeah. do I think that... I could buy into the hierarchy of the Roman Catholic Church a little bit better than I could buy into, uh, what's, what's his name? Zium? Zinu. 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 <laughs> Zinu showing up on a- on How can you forget about Overlord Zinu? <laughs> showing up on a, on a jet and dropping people into a volcano? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, a little a more, more out believable. there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, right. But th- there's so much similarities and yeah. by design, probably- Probably uh, L. Ron Hubbard looked at it and went, oh, this is gaining traction as a religion. Yeah. Let me look at the most common religion and see how they structure their right. government-like right. tier level. Right. It- Super interesting. Just very like, because you can almost see that, how he like, he started with the the Dianetics and that was kind of just like, okay, this is just- uh, Level oh, one. Yeah, this is just like 
what you could yeah. be. You could try this if you, you want like to. that. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> but then, but then Dianetics started blowing up, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I got to capital. Like, I got to do something with this now. Look at, I could totally do what they're doing over here at the Roman Catholic yeah. Church. Like, boom, Scientology. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Zenu, boom, right there, <laughs> boom, aliens, three he's in like, a volcano, yeah. he's nuclear like me, bombs. I got to be tax exempt too. Yeah, yeah, I I was, that's another thing too. They were, yeah. They're both tax exempt. Right. There's so many damn similarities that right. you can't sit here and tell me that, oh, Roman Catholic Church is you, operating you, functionally. You, you, couldn't, <laughs> no. you couldn't possibly have conspiracies about it and then sit here in the same breath and say, oh, well, you know, Scientology is obviously a cult. Right. That right. is that is the overarching thing for me. It's right. like you got to be able to distinguish it. <laughs> I right. need a Venn diagram of the of how many overarches yeah. there are. Yeah. 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 Scientology, right. Catholicism. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just. Yeah. It's. Again, it's one of those things where I think Catholicism has been around for longer, so it's just more societally accepted. Like, right. That's just oh, you're just Catholic. Okay. Man, if Catholicism was started in 1954, how different this conversation would be. Ellen Hubbard was really shooting for the stars. <laughs> he was going He's big. Like, this is the, we're the new Catholics. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what we are. Like, Z- ask Zenu. The Roman Catholic Church walked so that Elron Hubbard could run. <laughs> 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 Again, I encourage everybody to do their own research, and I want to know what you think about the conspiracies around Scientology as well as the Roman Catholic Church, because again, you can't have conspiracy season without your input and doing a little bit more research. 216-859-8699 is that number if you want to text into the show. It's open 24-7, 365, and just like CBW Radio, it's always live. It's uncut, it's uncensored. CBWRadio.com, of course, the homepage. You get all the show times and more there as well. StylesRebelRadio.com. You can check out the full 32-minute interview right now with Tim. He's a 30-year-plus Scientologist, an OT5, and he'll walk you through his experience in the Church of Scientology, how he got into it, how he got out of it, and everything in between there for more insight. Of course, I'm Radio's Rebel DJ Styles. I'm a Registrini. Bye, everyone. On the board is Jules. Adios. Until next time when we come back with more conspiracies about MK Ultra and the Dead Baby Project, I've been Radio's Rebel DJ Style. Peace. That's the end of the show. I've been Radio's Rebel DJ Style. And I'm Shane Eden. Until next time, make sure to check out StylesRebelRadio.com for more great content or listen live to the full show every Monday. What time is that, Shane? I don't. I did not rehearse this part. That's right. 5 p.m. Eastern Time every Monday on CBW Radio.